I'm Whitney Barbary, and you have dropped in on the Full Flavored Life and Business Podcast. That is right. In this podcast, we build a full flavored life and business. We don't show up as the light version of ourselves or the decaf version of ourselves. No, we do not. So we make a lot of impact here and we make a lot of income here and we don't apologize for either of it. So if you are ready to learn from a six figure business coach who loves Jesus and who loves business, let's dive into the episode. All right, we are on Facebook and we are on Instagram. I've been streaming to both because I actually have an audience on both. So I've been streaming to both. Okay, so here's the deal. I was thinking about some things that I've been um, talking uh, with some clients on. Let me make sure I'm all set up here. How are you guys? So if you're on... Feel free to comment. Feel free to say the sun's getting ready to set here. So it's kind of giving me crazy glowy face on this side. Is anybody else addicted to sparkling water? This cranberry flavor they had for the holidays. Oh my gosh. So good. So I've really been on a kick lately of, um, well, I've noticed there's been a theme. There's been a pattern of things that I've been talking to my clients about. And something that I've really been trying to stress to them, I was really stressing it to them um, at the end of 2022 and then going into 2023 is the importance of money loves speed. Money loves speed. Money actually moves at the rate of speed. So what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is Money is going to come to you as quickly as you're making decisions and you're acting on them. Money is going to come to you as quickly as you're choosing to make decisions and act on them. So what I'm saying to you is the longer that you're sitting on, oh, sorry, I had my microphone really far away. I can hear me. When you get the intuitive nudge to do something in your business and you don't follow that, and you waffle on it and you go back and forth on it. And it could be something like whether or not you're going to take on a client. It could be something like if you're going to raise your prices or not even raise your prices. Sometimes I see clients, I see people get stuck. It's not even about raising their prices. They come up with an idea for an offer and they spend two weeks, a month, two months waffling back and forth on what they're going to charge for something. They're like, do I charge a thousand dollars or do I charge $1,500? Do I offer a group or do I offer one-on-one? Do I post on my Facebook group or do I post on my Facebook business page? Should I be on Instagram or should I be on TikTok? Like it's, it is, 
one of my secret sauces to creating a multiple six-figure business where I have anywhere from 25, 30, December was a $37,000 month. One of my secret sauces that has gotten me here, it's not that I have a marketing background. It's not that I have the most expensive coach out there, right? Like I do believe in high investments, but it's not because I hired the coach that charges $500,000 for a year and I just have special access. It's not because I know the right people. It's not because I already had a six-figure mindset when I started my business. It's it's not because I already had a following on social media. It's not because I'm really good at copy. It's none of those things. It's none of those things. What has created the success that I have is that I have understood from the beginning that money moves at the rate of speed. Money loves speed. So I don't give myself a lot of time to waffle back and forth on decisions that I'm making. Now, that being said, it's not that I'm perfect at it. Every once in a while, every once in a while, I will notice that I need to make a decision on something and I'm just not doing it. And when I dive into it, there's, there's some, there's a mindset thing that needs to be worked through. And I talk it out with someone or I plug into my mentors. But when I get intuitive nudges, when I get those hits, when my gut is like, Hey, let's do this. I move. I do not wait until I have all my ducks in a row. I do not wait until I have landing pages and links and Canva graphics and the perfect copy. And I don't wait until I've taken a shower and I've done my hair and makeup to go live about it. Like I'm not gonna take time to go look at my business model and ask myself, does this make sense to my my business model? Like I'm not doing any of that. I'm not like, does this fit in my offer suite? When I don't even ask myself, will people want this? Will people sign up? I just move to the point where I have done things like masterclasses where I get an idea for a masterclass and I'm like, I don't want to market this for two months. This needs to be delivered in the next couple of days. And I'll say, Hey, this is the masterclass that I'm hosting it's Tuesday. This masterclass is going to go down three days from now, which is Friday. I don't really have any details. If you're supposed to be there, you know, here's the link. And I make hundreds, if not thousands of dollars off those because I, I just move. So here's what I want you to hear what I'm saying. Money moves at the rate of speed. So as much like however long you're taking to make a decision on something, you're actually prolonging how long it's going to take to see a return on investment on the decision. So if you create a, a, a program and you want to put it out into the world and you spend six weeks waffling on if you should charge $800 or $1,000 or $500 or $1,500, if you spend eight weeks waffling on that, that's eight weeks that you're prolonging that you're going to put it out into the world and start marketing it and start creating clients. Monica, I love everything about this conversation too. You know what I love? I love when other believers can hear me say things like money moves at the rate of speed and they're not like, you're making money, you're idle. We shouldn't be thinking about money. This sounds like new age. I'm like, no, it's the truth. It's the truth. But here's where I see us get caught up as believers. I actually had a VIP Voxer thread where you could pay $17. Everybody got onto a group Voxer thread with me and they could just submit questions. <clears throat> and I answered them on the thread. And one of the questions that was answered, and I so appreciated her asking is she said, 
this is what she asked me. She said, how do you navigate making decisions that are Holy Spirit led, like being God led, and then running off and making decisions that later you decided maybe weren't the best decision? She said, because I feel like I've made some decisions in my business that maybe weren't the best decision. And now I'm kind of like wary on just making decisions. I know girl, we live in a real world that takes money and money like speed. Yeah. I'm like, well, prayer is not going to like pay all my bills and prayer is great, but, um, I can't like pray to my landlord And just think he's going to like, let me not pay rent for the month. So I'm like, I like to live in my house. I really like to have a car. I like having electricity and I really like to eat. So, um, but she said, how, how do you navigate, um, being Holy spirit led, being God led in your business? And this is what I said to her. I actually think that a lot of times as Christian entrepreneurs, We really, really like to use God as a scapegoat to not just start showing up and making decisions and making moves. And this is what I said to her. I have found over years of being an entrepreneur and a business coach, I'm sorry, the sun's coming in. It's putting a really dark shadow on my face. So those of you on Instagram are getting like a really weird shadow of me. But I said, I actually have found that God doesn't care as much as you think he cares about some of the little minute decisions you're making in your business. Like we think that every decision we make, like some of us are afraid to sneeze in our business and that we're going to be like out of God's, we're like, I can't even sneeze without asking God first. And I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of the things that people waffle on in their business, I'm like, what if God really doesn't care that much? And like, you have total agency and autonomy to just make the decision and move on it. It's like not that big of a deal. And I really think we, I'm telling you, I think that, because here's why I'll say this. When you think about like parenting, right? We don't like pray about God. Should I feed my kid peas or carrots for dinner today? God, should I put my kid in this daycare or this daycare? Like sometimes, sometimes we feel that we're supposed to seek God on some decisions, but like, we're not like God, should I put my kid like lied today? And should I put my kid in timeout for five minutes or 20 minutes? Like we don't pray about every little thing like that. And if you think about it, even like us as parents, we, we are learning every day. You're making decisions and sometimes it's great. And sometimes you're like, I probably could have handled that differently. And you make better decisions. Like God is not sitting there. Like you can't breathe without, don't even blink your eyes without asking me if you can blink right now. And so I just, am like, I don't think God cares if you're giving your kid peas or carrots for dinner. And we laugh about it because we would probably not pray to God and be like, God tonight, should I feed my kid peas or carrots for dinner? Okay. God tomorrow, should we go to breakfast at Denny's or IHOP? Okay. God, like, should I order the omelet or should I get steak and eggs? Like we, but in our business, we're like terrified to like, we're like, God, should I charge $700 for this or $800 for this? And we think that like that $100 difference is the, and we're always like, this is what I hear from clients all the time. Well, I'm waiting to hear from God on it. And I'm like, no, don't use God as a scapegoat. I really don't think he cares. Just pick a price and move along. Because I think we also forget that God is kind and he is gracious and he knows your heart. But I also think that we discount that he's fully able to course correct you if you get off track. 
That being said, money moves at the rate of speed. We have got to make decisions and make moves. And so when, when this client asked me that in the boxer, she was like, well, I think I've made some decisions in my business. And then I've, here's what she was basically saying. I've made some decisions in my business and they didn't work out the way that I thought I would. And I could see that her brain was automatically trying to catalog it as if you make a decision in your business and it doesn't work out perfectly, you must have not been listening to God. And that's why I was trying to say to her, no, like just because we're doing business with God does not mean that we are completely exempt from the human experience of running a business and being entrepreneurs. Sometimes you're going to make a decision in your business and it's not going to go the way that you want. It doesn't mean that you're outside of God's will. Doing business with God does not mean you never have any, you never have any trouble. You never have any drama. You're never going to struggle. It's never going to feel hard. You're never going to have a bump in the road. You're just going to launch everything you launch is going to make a million dollars off the rip and clients are never going to quit and no one's going to default on their payments and you're never going to feel nervous and you're never going to get butterflies. And like every time you launch something, you're going to fill it up in the first five minutes and you're never going to have to walk out, like putting something out into the world and hearing crickets. And like, every time you do a free training, a million people are going to sign up. And like, every time you run Facebook ads, you're going to get 5,000 new leads. Like that is not what it means doing business with God. And to be honest with you, if you're doing business with God, what actually is going to happen is yes, there's going to be divine favor on your business because God loves to show out that way, not just for you, but for people watching, but don't forget what people are, what people are really watching. What people are really watching is when you have the same experiences that they have in business, how are you handling it? Because you you are claiming to be a Christian that believes in God and has faith. So like they're watching how we're navigating the same situations they're navigating. Are we, are we navigating? Cause God's given you grace for today. So are you navigating the situations with grace for today? Like he's given you Deuteronomy eight eighteen. God has given you the ability to create wealth. It doesn't mean that it's going to go perfectly. Like I just, so money moves at the rate of speed. So what I said to this client was one, I think we, we overanalyze everything in our business. For some reason, we think that God has way more opinions than he probably does about certain things in your business. I don't think he wants you to seek him over whether or not the program should be 700 or 750. Like, I think at some point he's just like, it's, it's not a big deal. Just pick it's, it's all fine. You can pick either. Right. So it's like, well, God, am I supposed to launch this group program or am I supposed to launch this group program? And I'm like, what if God's like, I've anointed you for both. So just pick one. But instead we're spending three months waffling on making a decision. And I'm like, you're just putting out like, here's, and here's what I also told her. Yeah. Over the last five years, I can look back and see that there were some investments that I made in my business or decisions that I made in my business that didn't go the way that I thought. But I don't sit around thinking about them because I, I make moves and I move very quickly. And when clients come into my world, I expect them to move quickly. And I can tell you that if you come into private coaching or my mastermind, you're going to get very uncomfortable, very fast because we make moves in there. And I don't have patience for people that don't make moves and don't move quickly and like to waffle. I don't allow them to do that. I hold them to a higher standard. So People don't even come into those spaces unless they're ready to make moves. And like, I don't know how else to say it. We make moves. Money moves at the rate of speed. So how quickly you're willing to make moves and you're willing to make decisions is how quickly you're going to make money in your business.
we, we have to like, I've been preaching this for days. For some reason, this has been a recurring theme with my clients. If you're not making moves, you're not making money. The slower you take to make moves, the slower you are to make money. So if you need to make a decision in your business and you go back and forth on it for two weeks, and then you think you've made a decision, but then you need to go ask your mom what she thinks. And then you need to go ask your business bestie what she thinks. And then you need to ask your coach what they think. And then you need to talk to your husband and see what he thinks. And then even after all of those opinions, you tell me you still need to sit on it for a little bit longer and think about it and sit with it. And I'm just like, no, a month has went by. You need to make a daggone decision. Because the longer you're waffling, you're like, this is just make a decision and move with it. You can course correct it later on. The great thing is when you're an entrepreneur, you are the boss. So if, if you decide that you don't like that decision and you want to change it six months from now, you can change it and you don't have to get anybody's permission. But one of my secret sauces, what's gotten me to a multiple six-figure business to $37,000 months is that I make moves and here's the catch. I'm willing to feel whatever's going to come up for me. If I make a decision and it doesn't go the way that I want, I'm willing to sit with that. I'm willing to look at it. I'm willing to not make it make, I do not make it mean anything about me. I don't make it mean anything about my future success. I don't make it mean anything about like whether or not I can trust myself. I just move and I'm willing to make some moves that aren't great and some moves that are amazing because the moves that are amazing outweigh the ones that aren't. Gary V said something one time where he said, the problem with entrepreneurs is it's almost like entrepreneur. some entrepreneurs are trying to play the game and they want the score to be like five, zero like five wins and zero losses. And he was like, no, he was like, I'm trying to have like 80 losses and like 150 wins, but I'm still trying to get those 80 losses. Cause I know those 80 losses is what's going to create the 150 wins that hit me. I've never forgot that. I'm like, yeah, that's the problem with so many people and why they won't just make decisions and act on it. They think that they're a victim to the outcome of the decisions they make. And I want you to hear me. You are not a victim to the outcome of your decisions. If you make a decision and it doesn't go the way you want, or it doesn't pop off the first time you try it, you're not a victim to that. Grow up, get some emotional intelligence. I had an ex-boyfriend that would say, get some scruples about you. Have some grit. If you make a decision and it doesn't go the way that you want, it doesn't even, it doesn't even mean it was the wrong decision. Welcome to being an entrepreneur. Sometimes you're going to try something and the first time it's going to be a bust. Okay. And so what? Sometimes when you do business with God, you're going to try something the first time and you're like, this is crazy and it's going to pop off. But it doesn't mean every time it does build character. Yes, Monica, that's what I'm saying. So on Traction 2023, I was telling them that this week, we had like four different trainings. And I think at least once on all four of those trainings, <clears throat> I said to them, I said, you guys need to stop resisting anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. Every time something happens and you feel uncomfortable, you guys, I said, you guys have got to stop resisting that. How else are you going to build up grit? How else are you going to build up character? How else are you going to build up emotional intelligence? How are you actually going to become the most potent, 
powerful mentor you can be for your clients if you're not ever willing to experience anything hard? How are you going to coach your clients when they're going through something hard? If every time you have to go through something hard, you resist it and you get upset and you throw a pity party because you don't think you should be experiencing that. And you, and you like become very resistant to it. How are you ever going to grow as a person so that you can coach them? What's actually the most important is that when things do come up in your business, you get to check in with how am I leading myself? Who do I want to be? in this? How do I want to lead myself in this? And this is something, and I'm going to give you all this for free. You're welcome. Happy Friday. Let the church say amen. This one you can have for free. I told them, I tell my mastermind clients this, my private clients this, and I told them this on a, a group coaching call I had today in one of my programs. When things come up in your business, stop resisting it. It's actually an opportunity for you to ask yourself this question. Actually, there's two questions. One, would I be proud for my clients to see me and how I'm handling this? Would I be proud for my clients to see how I'm navigating myself through this? Would I be proud for my clients to see how I'm leading myself or not leading myself through this? And the other question you can ask on the flip side is, how do I want to move forward in this? How do I want to show up to this? That I would be really proud for my clients to see. If I had to tweet, if I had to tweet a play-by-play -play of how I'm handling this behind the scenes, would I be proud for my audience to see this, for my paying clients to see this? Because your clients are looking for a powerful, potent mentor and coach. Who you are being behind the scenes will determine if you are magnetic on the scenes. Your clients will feel if you're a leader way before you can tell them if you're a leader. They're going to feel it before you try to say it. You can have the most perfect, you can have the top, top of the line copywriting hacks all day long. Your audience is going to be able to feel if you're a leader way before they're going to see it in your copy. You cannot fake them out because one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to write your cute little captions and you're going to say the right things and you're going to have the cute little picture and you're maybe going to convince them that you are a leader and a mentor and they can trust you and they're going to hire you and they're going to get into your program and realize you're a foo-foo mafraud and they're going to dip or they're going to get to the end of the program and they're going to dip. They're not going to renew or they're going to see right through that. And they're going to see like, yeah, everything you're saying sounds great. I'm not buying it. Your clients can feel your leadership before they're going to see it. And a lot of people are so caught up in whether or not they should charge $700 for something or $1,000 for something when really we need to go inward and figure out why we're not just making a decision and moving. What is coming up for you that you cannot just make a decision and move on it? Foo-foo ma fraud. I just literally came up with that because I always say cuckoo ma crazy. And I was like, what's the equivalent of cuckoo ma crazy here? Foo-foo ma fraud. Listen, people are looking for leaders and mentors. We got it, but, but it starts with leading ourselves. How are we leading ourselves behind the scene? Ask yourself that question. Would I be proud for my clients to see how I'm showing up in this situation right now? Would I be proud for my clients to see how I'm leading myself behind the scenes right now? And then the inverse question is, 
all right, this is what's coming up for me. How do I want to navigate this that I would be proud for my audience to see this? If, if I had to tweet everything that was going on in a play-by-play -play as I move through this, how do I want to show up that I would be proud for my clients and my audience to see? That is you leading yourself. I gave this analogy um, in, in, on a coaching call today. So I'm going to give you an analogy from a bit like, because I do business coaching. So for example, I have a mastermind full of entrepreneurs. If I have clients that are defaulting on payments and my assistant is reaching out to them and they are avoiding my assistant. And then when they finally do get back to Emily, they say to Emily, oh my God, um, something came up and I just can't pay you this month. So, um, can I just have three weeks to pay you? And if we say, okay, and then I tell them, yeah. And in the meantime, you can still come to coaching calls. You can still have full access to the program. And then three weeks go by and my assistant sends them their new invoice and they don't pay it. Two more days go by and they still haven't paid. And we're not addressing it. I'm still letting them show up to coaching calls. I'm still letting them have full access to the program and the modules in the portal. And they're like three and a half weeks late paying their payments. And I'm getting resentful and I'm getting bitter and I'm getting frustrated, but I don't want to say anything because I don't want to look like a bad guy and I'm being a people pleaser. When I get on a mastermind call with my clients that pay me thousands of dollars to work with me and they come to me and they say, Hey, we have a client that hasn't paid their invoice for two weeks. We've given them a deadline. The deadline's passed. They still haven't paid. How do I handle it? What do I look like telling them, oh, you need to cut them off. They don't get any more coaching. They get removed from the program. You give them a deadline. If they don't pay it, they're just done. We're moving on. They're out. How can I tell them that in integrity when I'm doing something else behind the scenes? They, I can say the right thing to them, but they are not going to feel safe and grounded in the mentorship that I'm trying to give them because I won't be in a grounded, solid, um, congruent place. Do you guys catch what I'm saying? I know cognitively and theoretically, I know how to coach them on it. Like I know what to tell them. Oh, they obviously don't get any more coaching. They obviously get removed from the program. You give them a deadline, you hold the boundaries and then you move on because you need to protect your energy and you're running a business. I, they will not feel safety to anchor in the coaching I'm giving them because I'm not even anchored in it. Is this landing for anyone? Like, really, are you catching what I'm saying? So this goes with like moving and, and making moves and making decisions. How can I coach my clients to make moves and make decisions quickly, rapidly from a solid grounded place when I'm not willing to go first, when I'm not willing to be the first domino? How can I do that? We always have to be the first domino. Let 2023 be the year that you aggressively are willing to be the first domino in all things. Watch your business skyrocket. Picking up what you're putting down. I love you guys.
you make me, you guys make me feel like I know what I'm talking about a little bit. We are always the first domino. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't, you guys have heard me say this. I don't set goals for my years. So I don't like the year that I made 33,000. I didn't think I was going to make 33,000. I'd only made $13,000 the year before. The next year I made 110,000. I wasn't expecting to make $110,000. I had made 33,000 the year before. And then this year I did 262,000 cash received. I made 110,000 the year before. I, it wasn't because I set goals and I crunched my numbers and I knew what, what markers I need to hit every month. 2022 was such a year of expansion and of evolution and me working on who I was being behind the scenes and the leader I was being in my own life and, and how I was leading and mentoring myself with my, you know, I had mentors, but like, I also have to learn to lead myself who I had to go clean up my own backyard. That if there was anywhere that I wasn't being congruent with what I was preaching, I had to clean that up. And I had to step into that next level of leadership and mentorship and congruency and integrity behind the scenes of like, if I want to have a million dollar business, I got to look at how does million dollar me show up, not on the scenes, behind the scenes. And I have to start doing that stuff now. But something I've always done in my business is I just make moves and I'm willing to lead myself in whatever comes up after I make those decisions and I make those moves. I'm willing to hold myself in that. A lot of people are not willing to do that. And that's what separates the wheat from the tear in business. We're trying so hard to protect ourselves from, I don't want to feel anything uncomfortable. So I'm not going to make any decisions until somebody can promise me that this is going to feel good. No matter what happens, I'm going to feel really good. I am not in business to feel really good all the time. Things still come up and it's like, that feels terrible. How am I going to lead myself? How am I going to coach myself? Am I willing to go inward? Am I willing to see my blind spots? Like, how am I willing to, to show up in this? Am I willing to hold myself in this? So I'm telling you guys, if you want to like make more money than you've ever made in your business, if you want to see more traction than you've ever seen in your business, if you want to stand out in your industry as the leader and the mentor, as the go-to that like grounded, solid, potent leader and mentor that people can't, like they don't want to work with anyone else. It has to be you. It's going to start with how you're leading yourself behind the scenes. It's going to start with who you're being behind the scenes and what you're willing to hold yourself in and what you're willing to hold yourself through behind the scenes. And for a lot of us, it's going to be starting to make moves and stop waffling and stop waiting for everything to be perfect to show the heck up. No, you know what? Business, business doesn't care about emotions. I actually just had lunch. Me and my husband had lunch with a friend of mine that I used to wait tables with like a long time ago. He's like a really successful like realtor here where I live now. And we were talking about that and we were talking about money. And he was like, money doesn't care about your emotions. It doesn't care if you're having a good day. It doesn't care if you're having a bad day. It doesn't care if you have a lack mindset or an abundant mindset. It doesn't care if you grew up in poverty, if you grew up in wealth, it doesn't care how much debt you have. He was like, money doesn't care how you feel. Money is going to the people that are just like making moves and are, and are open to having money. And I'm like, yeah, money doesn't care how we feel. It doesn't care. It doesn't care about your emotions. Business doesn't care about your emotions. It doesn't care how you feel. Right? So why are we, we're like, this is, I mean, honestly, like business is a game and we got to play the game. And the game is you got to make moves and you, and money moves at the rate of speed.
how you guys feeling? I think I'm going to clip off this audio and put it on my podcast. I didn't realize it would go this long. I think I'm going to do that actually tonight. Um, so you guys know I'm doing a free workshop. The one thing there, and, it, and it's not, actually, it does, it doesn't have anything to do with money, love speed, but, um, actually it kind of does. It kind of does. Uh, it's the one thing that I've anchored into since the beginning of my business that it allows me to show up in the energy I do to always be motivated. Like I am to create the money that I am to be a magnetic presence, um, to make decisions the way that I do to hold myself the way that I do to navigate things the way that I do, which allows me to show up as the leader and mentor my clients need, which is what's allowed me to create the success that I've had. Um, I was going to charge for it. And then yesterday I just had like, intuitively, I was like, I don't want to charge for it. Uh, so it's free, but it's going to be worth, like, I can't make this up. It's going to be worth every bit of like $10,000 and more because it's the same thing that I've anchored into that has allowed me to have a multiple six figure business. So it's going to be worth a lot of money. If you, if you receive it and let it land, what I'm going to be talking about, you can go out and make a lot of money, create a lot of clients, build a wildly successful business. Um, so I will put that link in the comments. You guys can sign up for that. And I guess I'll see you guys later. I got to get some stuff together for my accountant or he's going to, he's going to, he's going to take me out back and slap me around because <laughs> I always do everything at the last minute. Okay. I love you guys. Happy Friday. I will catch you on the flip side. Hey, if you're ready to make your first thousand dollars, your first $10,000, and then all the way up to your first hundred thousand dollars, I'm inviting you to get on the wait list for my program, Courageous Heartpreneur. It's the six-figure self-concept, all the mindset, all the magnetic messaging, and all the soulful selling that you need to create that first thousand, ten thousand, and hundred thousand. If you go to WhitneyBarbary.com forward slash courageous, you can get on the wait list because the doors are opening back up again very soon. All right, I'll see you inside the program.